This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. (whistles) Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms supply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time, injury time. Knockout takes, Almunia saves, knockout follows in, Almunia saves again. And now Watford are on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Here's Hawk. Dini. I do not believe what I've just seen. Trondini has scored from a Leicester penalty that was saved by Almunia. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Do not scratch your eyes. Across to we're going to go to John, then we're going to come to badly drawn Watford, who's been waiting for a long time. We're then going to go to Kevin Jackson, who I don't think we've spoken to before. That'll be good. And then we're going to become the Kelly. So, oh, hello, John. You're now here. Oh, hello. You're, you're now on with us. I, I want it. It was thirty or something. Carry on. Thirty. Oh yeah. I just for everybody, I am multitasking. I'm just dropping my daughter off. So do you want to do you want to go to the next person and I'll come on after? Oh no 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 no. Hello, small pals. Hello. Oh, How are you? you? Oh, this is the 15-year-old, so I was a bit worried when the big L was on. I, I just... Alice, you've become a massive Watford fan lately, haven't you? Yeah. We want to know, what is the name of the new puppy and how good is it? Me, yeah. or Bailey. Bailey, we like this. And how, and how is she doing? Biting us. <laughs> back there. Okay. Well, back there. Hang on. I've got taking taking a wrong turn. A bit like Porteous in the in the first half. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. John, I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back out because I've just been told by somebody that they can't hear you, which is a shame. But I can hear you here. I'll take you out and I'll okay. come back to you in just a minute. So you finish off with your uh, multitasking, yeah. then come back in again. Lovely to speak to you. Nice to hear about Bailey. Obviously named after the uh, the favourite tipple of Isaac's success. There. Let's get badly drawn Watford in because of course today was badly drawn Watford versus Banksy and it ended up being a one-all draw. Anybody who saw the the preview show and Jarvis, another Cocker Spaniel, for there are many about his prediction, included it was Banksy versus badly drawn Watford. How are we doing? Oh, we've only had one word from badly drawn Watford previously and that word was, oh shit, I don't think he meant to call and I get the feeling this might be a similar one. Badly drawn Watford, are you going to join us for a single word review of the game? Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. No, that's not happening either. Never mind. We shall get there. Let's get to Kevin Jackson. Let's go and talk to Kevin Jackson because I don't think we, I don't think, but I could be wrong. I'm not sure if we've spoken to Kevin before. Kevin, sir, how are you doing? I'm good. Yourself? Oh, mate. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Were you, were you down at the game or did you catch it? No, uh, I'm, I'm at, media I'm at the other end of the country. I was. I suffered Airdrie versus St Johnston this oh, afternoon. Oh, that's a doozy. <laughs> I like yeah. this. We're gonna uh, we, we're gonna come back to that. We want to know how that was. Nobody go looking for the score. We're going to find it out via Kevin. This is good. Uh, St Johnston, we're embarrassed. I follow St Johnston when I can't get to a Watford game. But they were missing their star player this afternoon, a young lad by the name of of Phillips, who came to St Johnston from Watford at the beginning of last season. And he would... It's a... I love the fact he's at St Johnston, but he would be the perfect understudy for Jake Livermore. If he'd have stayed, we wouldn't be talking about a defensive midfield midfielder. Now, remind me the first name of Phillips. Was he the Daniel one? Phillips? Dan- Daniel Phillips. Did he go to Gillingham and then come up to to you? Guys? I think he might have. Yeah. He might have been on loan at Gillingham, but he was released by Watford at the start of last season. And he was—he's a bit raw. He's got a yellow and a red card in him, but 
is is undoubtedly one of the most technically gifted players at St Johnston, and I think Watford have lost one there. Yeah, I think when we saw you see this with a lot of uh, academy or under twenty one players that you know it comes down to the fundamental belief of you know the management staff. Do we think he's going to take the next step? But I think he was one who we all liked a, a great deal. Yeah. So you wonder if there's something you know, as you say, whether or not they think you know disciplinary wise that might be an issue or what have you. I think that was part of it. I think that was part of it but I just think if he'd have spent a season under Jake Livermore learning his trade he oh. could end up being a hell of a player absolutely absolutely so he's doing well in the uh, in the in St. St Johnston yeah he's doing well occasional captain just hope we can keep hold of him and forgive me for a moment I always think of St Johnston as a Scottish Premier League team because that's where they they've been for a long time yeah absolutely I just wanted to make it's sure the I'm... it's been the cup today so ah, that, was why... that was why you were it playing was the it fourth round of the cup and they were dumped out of unceremoniously by Airdrie. Oh, wow, oh, wow. So are you are you a Hornet basically located up near Perth? Yeah, I was born in within earshot of the ground and ex-season ticket holder, but I've lived in Scotland since the late 80s. So my Hornet fixes are usually picking off the most northern games. So we were at Preston and we were at recently. So, yeah. Oh, nice. I like this. By the way, before anybody suggests it, yes, yes, yes. We're going to make Kevin ambassador to Scotland. Because let's face it, he's already <laughs> scouting the that whole is... of the Scottish Premier League for us. We like this. There's, there's far more worthy people than me. There's quite a contingent that travel down. My daughters and I have a sweepstake as to where we'll see the first Watford colours when we're travelling. And it's usually Edinburgh or somewhere like that. So, yeah, there's quite a there's quite a number of us. Lovely stuff. I like this very much. Well, yeah, I, I went to... Now, I have to ask... I, I apologise, everybody. Everybody knows who listens to this that roughly it's somewhere between awful and really awful, depending on which three of us is doing this. But I have to ask, because I spent one night many years ago in Perth, and it was... And I was very drunk. And, and we went to a place called The Old House which was like a, yeah. a pub on there. Is that, I can't believe that's still there. Is that still there? I don't know. I don't live in Perth. I, oh. I, live a, I live about an hour and a half away, but, you know, when you take your kids to a game, that's it. You're fixed then. You've yes, got, to, you've got to keep going. So oh. no, I live west of Stirling and north of Glasgow. So, but, yeah. Well, it was great. I was there with with the future Mrs. Remnant, as she was then. She's now the current Mrs. Remnant. Poor thing. What can you do? And and we were jumping around Scotland and what have you. And and we went into said Old House, and it had Rangers versus Hearts in I think it was the League Cup final. And we so we sat there and thought, okay, so we've got to have a few of these. And so we were sitting there merrily, you know, throwing them down, having a very nice time. I think right, well, we're going to go out and have something to eat because we haven't eaten for for ages. And then it stopped. And of course, what they did was right. And now coming up is Arsenal versus is Tottenham. Well, we're not going anywhere, aren't we? So that's that. I blame personally. I blame the uh, the, the Rangers versus versus Hearts, and indeed the North London derby for my inebriation yeah. that evening. But what can you do? What can you do? Oh well, Kevin, it's lovely, lovely to hear from you. What do you think the next game's going to be? How far do you get down? Could you get down as far as Sheffield? Uh, on a mid- Sheffield Wednesday and Rotherham are booked. So yeah, going to do those. But it's interesting you mentioned Hearts because I was going to. I was going to tell you some rumours from north of the border. Ooh, we like uh, we like rumours. This is good. Go on, Kev. So Lawrence Shankland is top scorer in the SP the, the Scottish Premier League this year. Right, a real handful. Not big, six one, I think. Twenty eight years old, but is he knows how to score goals. And he's out of contract in the summer. He's been he wasn't in the squad today because he's refused to negotiate on a new contract. And all of the papers are saying he's destined for a championship club. Or and I've heard today that Rangers are in as well. But everybody's been talking about which championship club is he going to end up at. And I just I'd like it to be what because I'm fed up of him terrorising St Johnston, and it would be nice to get him out of the way. Very good, like that. And on, like that. And on what? So yeah, and Watford's name's been mentioned in a number of number of places, but I've not heard anything from south of the border. It's all just invention from up here. Yeah, well, a few years ago we were linked with Lewis Ferguson, who is with Aberdeen now at Bologna and we were also linked with the yeah. young lad Doig from Hibernian who's now also in Italy he's with Verona but yeah. just I think about to move to Sassuolo for about five and a half million apparently so you know we have looked north of the border but they've seemed a little bit reticent which is a shame because I think you know we've had a we've let's be honest we've had 
had some great signings from north of the border, you know, and I appreciate he wasn't Scottish himself, but, you know, John McClelland, but talking about, you know, Mo Johnson, a whole host of people. And then you come, yep. you come down to people like Don Cowie and all sorts. It's It's been rich pickings for Watford, I think, traditionally. Yeah, well, I think Lauren Shankland would be just the sort of just the sort of forward that would fit is you know he's robust but he scores half chances like you know they're going out of fashion he really does and not only that the scottish uh, son that i'm looking at the moment described him as a red hot hit man i don't think yeah. get, it, it doesn't get better than that does it i don't think it does justin does it get better than having a red hot hit man i'm not sure it does i don't think it can technically but there we go oh well look kev give us a shout on your way back from from Sheffield, I will try. That would be great to, to hear you there and let us know, obviously, where you see the first Watford shirt. That everybody there, there was Kevin there. I like that very much indeed. I thought that was uh, that, that was great stuff. Let's give Kev a big ring because Kev's just been made uh, ambassador for Scotland, even though he thinks he's not worthy. But I disagree. I think he absolutely is worthy. Let's see if we can get on badly drawn Watford's back again. Let's see whether or not it works this time. Fingers crossed, everybody. Badly drawn Watford. Are you there, sir? Hit your mute button. It's gone back on mute. It's not going to work, is it? Oh, I think I get the feeling that some. Oh, I get the signal. We can, but we need somebody to turn down the radio because otherwise you're going to hear me. <laughs> right. Apologies. No problem. Can you hear me? I was indeed. I was shouting at McDonald's earlier, trying to get a hold of you. Apologies. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> so come on, then. tell us all about Bristol City today. It's a funny old game. I think it was fairly even. However, I just just don't know. It was, I think the point was fair, but I just don't know. It feels like a missed opportunity. Uh, Well, uh, some people have come back and said, we think we could have taken a little bit more there. But looking at it, you know, 1-1 after Boxing Day, I think everybody's looking at that and going, it's another point on the road. It's another avoiding of a defeat. Three defeats in 18, it's all pretty good. So, you know, I think we'll take it. But where do you think the opportunity, where do you think we missed the opportunity? (laughs) Sorry, I just said that. I I, I think we look knackered. And that's where we just look that sort of just, I don't know, that, what, couple of percent below Bristol City? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they looked en- they they're quite energetic, aren't they, coming forward? Yeah, it's just we've, we've played the same eleven for what the past twenty games, and it's just it's, well, Andrews went for Tom uh, Delabishiri, but again, we're just looking so tired. I think the depth of squad is hindering us. Well, we're now in the transfer window. We need something for sure, you know, without a doubt. So, so we'll see. What would you like to be? You know, where would you like people bought in, bought in for? What positions? <laughs> Where did you start? <laughs> I think, we, yeah, uh, to be fair, we did, we're looking like in the midfield about Kembe. We do look lax at right back, possibly an out and out winger. I do think we're struggling with the inverted wingers, as our foot manager talk is. We're just we're crowding the centre too much. We need someone like, like we rely on uh, Ken too much for the uh, whacking the ball in. Yeah, delivery. Yeah, it, th- yeah. Th- there was an interesting one today. I thought with with Martins because I went, you know, across it and he, he held it, and then he, he he cut that one back for Delhi Bashiru, and then he did that kind of flick behind his behind his leg into Andrews, and it went away. We need some triggers being pulled, really, don't we? To be honest, I missed most of the second half. I was in the bar having a few drinks. But, um... <laughs> well, fair enough. Well, there you go. It was a missed opportunity, but you were in the bar most was of the it? time. Well, that's good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Well, I have to say, if you do not follow this man's Twitter on Badly Drawn Watford, what are you doing? Please watch it, especially on match days now. Almost every match day, we get somebody come up. And today, I have to say, it was John Eustace. But you wouldn't, you really wouldn't have known. But that's not the point. It's an absolute delight. It's about taking, having your football club, enjoying supporting it and having a bit of a laugh and throwing the internet into play. So, sir, absolutely top draw to you. You have been a triumph this season and all the stuff. We've loved having you and we look forward to seeing it. And, of course, you went down to the home of Banksy. Any, did he reach out to you? Any olive branches, artist to artist? He did not. I tried, oh. but yeah. Coward. Coward! 
There we go. Badly drawn Watford is calling out Banksy. That's where we need to be with these things. Thank you very much indeed. We love that. Badly drawn Watford there. Going to try and get John back on now. We'll try and get John on. Then we're going to come to Chris Taufer and then we're going to finish with Neil and then do you know, five word reviews, etc., and all of that sort of nonsense stuff. Now, let's get to, uh, to John. Hopefully he has managed to deposit most of his family at various places, either number 30 or 31. Never quite knew. John, sir, hit your mic button and let's see if we can hear you. Oh, is that me, Pete? That's you. There you go. There you go. You're there now. Hopefully, Justin will send me a note in a minute and say whether or not you can hear you or not. But that's fine. I'm sure it'll be good. I'm sure it'll be good. <laughs> that's okay. There you go. That's so, okay. so have you got any more daughters to drop off? You know, this was yeah, late sleepover requests from the 15-year-old. So, but to be fair, for someone who's, I've dragged along to games, and then I took her to the Bristol City home game yeah. on Boxing Day, and she came away from that going. I want to go to more games. I want to go to more games. And I had to explain, no, we were playing in yellow. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I'll do anything for her at the moment because, yeah, so that's a good thing. Cool. So what do you think of uh, of things at Ashton Gate today? Yeah, I, if I talk about my progression of the day, I was mm. a little bit trepidatious coming into the game because I'd listened to, I'm sure Mike Duffy's listening, the Voices of the Vic pod earlier this week and... They were saying, oh, we think we can overrun your midfield, given what his legs are gone. I know he's got two goals, etc. So, And they were, we know they'd be up and their crowd would be up after the West Ham game. So I was like, ooh, it's going to be a tough one. First half, I was like, I, I was really impressed with us. And I thought, you know, we really could and should go on and win it. Spree, shoot, please. And then second half, I was like, oops, OK, hang on. And basically, the last 10 minutes was my wife going... Why are you standing in front of the TV? Why are you standing in front of the TV? <laughs> you know, and I was just begging for the draw. So I think overall it's a really good result, you know, and, you know, like Carl, I'd have taken that at the start, I think. Good. There's lots of positive signs, you know, you know, horrendous cock. I blame Portia, same as uh, Wendover said, for the goal. But ultimately, yeah, you know, if you want to talk about the transfers, I've got to talk about some of the players. If you want to talk about who we bring in. Yep. Well, with Healy going out anyway, he's clearly a striker. We've got to find someone who can just up our conversion of the opportunities. And, you know, mind you, it would help if some of the crosses actually reached anyone. Clearly, we just got to find someone who can do that a little bit extra. I don't know. As you know, I was up at Manchester City for three days this week. Oh, yes, you were indeed. And so, so I was doing a bit of scouting. I got to speak to Jolene Lescott, who's, who was hosting something we were doing as a club legend, you know, because everybody else had bugged off to Dubai. But unfortunately, all the young talent had also gone to Dubai, and he wasn't giving me so a lot. So the only thing I did was I went round on with a, a, a celebrations award dinner, black tie dinner at the end of the whole thing, and Man City players' place names on lots of tables, which included lots of obscure names. But the only ones I could get at the end, so I grabbed them, and they were like shirts with the names on. Unfortunately, it was Edison Diaz, Grealish, Bowden, De Bruyne. And the last one could be quite useful, because obviously you remember at the start of the season we brought in an injured Healy. So if you're looking for an injured striker, last one I got was Haaland. So maybe we'll go for Haaland, because he's injured, not playing at the moment. And uh, yeah, you know, give him some game time. I don't know. Tonight. So no no help at all, I'm afraid, on the transfers, basically. That's all right, that's all right. It's, let's, let's be honest, it's all an exercise in whataboutery. It always is, but that's fine. And and I'll be on the Wendover's thing talking about such stuff tomorrow. And well, that'll be a lot of kind of whataboutery because we never know whether or not we're going to, you know, hit pay dirt or... Or if it's going to be one of those one of those transfer windows that we just get all frustrated that we're yeah. not doing what what seems to be clear. But as as was said by Val, one in, one out, and I thought that meant at a time rather than a complete you know number, so to speak. We've seen <laughs> Loser go out on loan. We've seen Healy go to go to Huddersfield. I did see a, a report from one person saying, oh, "I know a Huddersfield uh, fan," and I asked him how it was. And it didn't sound like it was uh, the greatest debut in the world. So we'll see how that. But it's like any. When we saw this kind of go up, and of course we had a lot of laughs because we said, you know, give Reese a chance and all of this sort of stuff on the, the podcast, it really comes down to who we replace them with and who comes in. So it's going to be an interesting 10 days. And in the way that only the football fixtures can, of course, with Wednesday on a Wednesday, I don't know whether or not they give it an extra day like they did last year, but it's probably going to close literally as we're finishing playing Sheffield Wednesday. So we need to see things done this week, ideally. Yeah, some other thoughts on today and on the game and some of the players. And I thought, yeah, Georgie and Tom Delibell, 
Belichou were, were excellent. Esprit, I was probably a little bit distracted by dog duties in between, but I, I, maybe I missed it. I thought, he, apart from that miss, I thought he was having a reasonable game. And yeah, and even he seemed to be getting stronger because he was holding people off. Now, there's one time he was going down the wings, so I know a few people said it was right for him to come off. However, the person who came on for him, Martins, you know, whether I missed something in the first time, apart from the booking, and maybe that was it. But Martins, you know, I just need more from him. You know, he has to be that difference maker. A lot of the time, we'd say we want him to be starting, but since whatever happened, you know, I think it was a death of a friend or whatever it was, I yeah. think it's affected him. Because he was flying up into that point, and we really need him just to do that. And I appreciate he got, he did some good things as well, but yeah, you want him to just to push on a little bit. And yeah, and I think that sort of weakened us a little bit in the second half. Something, you know, something changed a little bit, which was uh, a shame. I'm a little bit worried I'm going to get fat, though, Pete, on something. Because... Oh, oh, you're coming to me for advice on that? <laughs> yeah, you're well, obviously, you know, you know, go to the guru. Yeah, the amount of pie I might need, you know, continually, and Mr. Hamer is making me eat humble pie. Because, you know, again, he's been really, really good. You know, I, I had some reservations about all-round game and stuff, but he's, he's doing enough, you know, to just make me go, OK, forget all that. And, you know, just look beyond the amount, amount as a number of people said, you know, amount of points he's kept us in the game. So, yeah, so, you know, so for that was good. But I think, again, just to finish with a bigger picture, you know, I always, I started the season in just going, look, I think it's about clinging to the edge of the playoffs and we've got three points off. And we're in that good position. And now, Rich, I I like a lot. And sometimes I'm a bit, well, where's he coming from? his negativity. But I think his negativity is probably a positivity at times. And I think... Oh, God, feel, the, boy, are we turning inside out. Carry on. Explain this one away. <laughs> Rich, listen well, in. This yeah, is good. I'm sure he's listening. And he'll have applause. He'll give me thumbs. He normally gives me thumbs up or thumbs down. So we'll see <laughs> where it There's too much information. So, Carry on. He's probably just, probably just really quizzical. But... I think his point, and that I do agree with, and this is where from now, this is about transfer windows right now, is we should or could be better than where we are. Now, I'm happy. I think our points at the moment is about right. I'm happy that we're on the edge of the playoffs, but I do think with one or two different pieces in play, we, we could be higher. I think we've got a lot of, we've got a good side. Yeah, people are making mistakes, not perfect. And the point, main point is if they're bloody... If Cody was better, you know, you know, he had one or two other things to his game, well, we'll be selling him for 30 million. And, you know, and, and there's a number of players like that. But but as a team, they're really good. So we we need that spark. And I don't think it is one player. I'm really hoping, obviously, you've had Healy go out and you had Loser go out. I thought we had one more space as well. I'm hoping for three to come in. I want a flying winger. I want somebody who can just do something a bit different. I'm not sure we need another right back because I think, not yet, probably in the summer, but Delhi can cover back there when he has to and you bring KMB back in, that's okay. You know, so it is that forward and that, and it is that cover for, for who to, sorry, actually more for Livermore, I think. But I'm hoping that they gamble a little bit, but yeah, finances, don't know if it's going to happen. So now, from now on, I want us to be a bit more progressive. I want us to go for it a bit more. And to be honest, today, I thought in the first half we did. I thought it was a really open game, and yeah, but yeah. But at least the back gammon dice got two points. So that's what I was going to say. So. I was going to say the news for all of those people not watching the prediction league. The top three today have broken away from the pack because it was one one, and the one one prediction, which is leading the pack, is now on twenty four points. Carlos got two points. He's on twenty three points, and JP Backgammon FC, Mr. John Parslo, managing there, is on twenty two points. You've got to go down to eighteen points for Jarvis Cocker Spaniel. You know, and Justin's Justin's having to fight. To make up ground there which which let's face it after last season we weren't all expecting i think the i'll just pop you on mute for a second there mate just because i wanted to come back on one of the things you said and also cover off something from last season we we started on that particular kind of conversation talking about talking about matthias martins and we came on after the qpr game and we ended up talking about why did he make the substitutions because he if you remember against qpr he made some substitutions it didn't really work and one of the one of the reasons that we discussed and put forward and i put forward and other people have put forward was the fact the the wingers who were Aspria and Martins on the left-hand side weren't really tracking their runners and Rich had, had already been on but he made the comment later on in the comments saying 
he's a forward. Could we judge him on his forward play as well as his defensive play? And I thought that was really interesting. Obviously, if you go back to the QPR game, both goals came down his side. The first one was basically cleared out from a, a cross that he'd, he'd gone past his man and put it in, and it came out. And the I think it was the second. I may have the wrong order. He basically got the ball, cut back, slid the ball into into our friend, Mr. Jake Livermore, who, who, who finished again with a plum. So on an attacking side, he did that. This week, because he's on the right, we're asking, can you cross? But there's probably a reason why he's on the left, because it's not quite his game. Brazil isn't full of flying wingers because they don't tend to play in the old British style. They tend to play a, a bit more of a sort of a diagonal running mazy kind of game. But in the last two or three minutes, he got back and covered Andrews and did his defensive job when it wasn't working for him really going forward. He had that little cutback that we mentioned earlier on. So I think fair play to him. This week, I was writing, only in the last few days, actually, an article for Golden Pages. And if you don't see uh, Tom Wicks at the uh, top of occupation at now Yellow Brick Road, when matches come by and grab hold of it, the, I think, the last remaining fanzine, really, or that the club is running, do have a look. I wrote a a piece because he asked me to, to do a piece on scapegoats, you know, and so I've done that. And one of the, my things on that was, can we start to appreciate maybe, it was a discussion piece that goes all over the place per normal, like this kind of thing. Can we maybe have an idea about appreciating what the players do rather than what they don't? And I think, you know, somebody like Ryavic and somebody like Martins, we do get fixated on what they don't do. And some people take a look at what they do. Let's have a look at them in the round. Let's discuss it. Nobody has to fall over about it. Nobody has to have a problem with it, but we will see where things go. But John, thank you ever so much. This is Barry from Watford saying, you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Thank you. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Let's get to Chris Taufer, and then we're going to come to, to Neil Nelly Connor, find out whether he has gone Bristol way, as is normally his his want to travel to away games. Chris, sir, how are you doing? Hello, Peter. Can you hear me? We can, loud and clear. You're coming through, sir. Yeah, oh, geez. No, it kind of for a moment. That's yeah, awesome. I, am on the, I am literally on the side of the road in Whitechapel, freezing my ass off. Oh, crikey. Um, but, um, Make it quick. Yeah, I mean, in the wall. Go on, sir, far away. All right. No, 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 basically, now my college is not... Is 10 till 4 on a Saturday, so I'm fucked oh, for the what? games. Yeah. No, but, that's you know, very I'm, inconsiderate. I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to study. But anyway, that's enough about me. Today, yeah, yeah, I, I have to say, I see Georgie. And also, I want to point out here that I, I don't want any of this Dave shit. It's Georgie or Czech for Dadje, man. This guy is, but he's getting in form, man. He performs so much better today than I've seen him like the whole season. Really got to give it to him there today. No, I like that. By the way, the Dave stuff isn't a disrespect. You know where that comes from, I take it, the Dave stuff. And I, maybe I don't. Oh, well, okay. So it's out. It basically follows on from Only Fools and Horses, whereby the the character Trig, basically, if, if, you, if you've ever seen Only Fools and Horses, you've got Del Boy, but yeah. you've also got Rodney. And, got, and, yeah, and for yeah. every time that they tell him that his name's Rodney, and they go, like, you go, well, ooh, Dave? Yeah. And it's just, it's just, that's all it was. So, yeah. But right, you, no. your, your point Georgie. is fair. He's fucking. Georgie, Your Georgie showed up. Georgie is showing up. I, like I've, that's the best I've seen him play this season. I, I feel like he's he, he, and, and that part that pass to to to, to Espria, that, that was beautiful pass. I mean, that, yeah. As people have said, as people have said earlier, Espria was a bit messy today, and not messy as in the player, but yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I get you. Yeah, the pass. You know, I saw so much from from Czech Fidesz today. Obviously, Hamer as well. Like. 
my god like he he's saving our lives every fucking match and yeah it was 1-1 but it wasn't 4-1 let's put it that way yeah absolutely no that that that's an improvement we've seen some things and your point is you know look georgie you know check for dad's eight he's earned that respect i i counter that it wasn't disrespect but i get your point entirely and there's no problem with that whatsoever i just I think, think it's, he's a I bundle think it's a of fun no, I think it's a bit sad if we can't even call our players their their their, their names. Yeah, I don't like that. No, anyway, fair let's, enough, not, let's not be negative. No, let's no, not no, be no, negative. that's fine, that's fine, that's fine. And, and uh, the positives today, again, as everyone has said, like everyone's much more happy with the team. I've said it before on this podcast, like, you know, we could, we're happy with the manager. Like there's there's more of a team, you know, the, 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 the team, it feels like people are together and... I really felt like, yeah, we were lucky with the penalty. Yeah, oh, we scraped through I, a bit. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know if you saw the penalty, but he had his, you know, in, with the modern oh, kind no, of way he the literally, law is. He, li- he literally smashed it off with his hand. <laughs> exactly. But I, I, I was in a park, like, opposite opposite Old Gate East Station, right, I know like, watching it on my phone in the freezing cold, like, so, you know, <laughs> oh. it, it, it's not been... But I'm going to get down for the... Because it's a Sunday, I can get down for the FA Cup with Southampton. So at least that's one match. The rest of them are on Saturday, so I'm fucked, basically. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. So what are you studying on Saturdays, then? I'm uh, I'm an apprentice electrician. Ah, right. Well, well, well uh, when I say apprentice, you know, I'm an electrician, but I actually have to officially be yeah, an electrician. You're, you, you, well, yeah, no, you've got to do that to get the, the certificates and, and, it, and earn and the it, big and bucks. It, and, it has, and it has to be, that because I have to work during the week, all of my fucking courses are between 10 o'clock and 4 o'clock on a Saturday. Uh-huh. And that, yeah. That's it. Well, I, I the, can't go. The good what news games is, can I go to? Well, the good news is, as from next season, as everybody will probably have seen over the last couple of months, Sky have, have invested even more in more games being covered. And, of course, because there's the 3 o'clock blackout, it will mean that we will have less 3 o'clock games, but it will mean that hopefully they will fall, for, for, for Chris here, they will fall out of that 10 till 4 on a Saturday kind of stuff and enable you to see a few more, hopefully, either on telly in a good and legal manner or or getting down to Vicarage Road, either way, mate. But there we this go. Is fan- this is fantastic news. But as I said last time I spoke to you, my God, please, like, let's, let's put, like, like Gino, I know Gino Pozzo's getting fucking, going to go to prison for 12 years, but can he spare some change for to get, like, King Ken back on the pitch? Has he got to pay to get King Ken on? I'm sure. No, no, I want, I want them to invest all their money on making sure he's fit. Well, that's this. Whatever surgery they need to do to him, whatever. I, I miss King Ken. That is fantastic. This is what we need. Basically, and, we need and, to invest uh, all of the and, transfer fee into basically some bionics. Yeah, no, <laughs> literally. Yeah, exact, exactly. Like all of modern science just to get Ken back on. What can you say? Martins, Martins has, I don't think, has been informed the last few games. And that that's unfortunate because I think he's good, but. Yeah, it, it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I think just, Ken needs to be back. Let's do what we did with Check for Dancy. Let's give him some time to uh, yeah, you know, play yeah. play his way back into form. Yeah, in exactly. a way, obviously, we we saw that Aspria didn't have the best of games as you described him. He was messy in the non Ballon d'Or sense of the word, and mm-hmm. and therefore he changed mm-hmm. it. But could you imagine if you'd have been the the Bristol City right back and you would have actually changed on sixty minutes and bought Martins on for Check for Tadze? Because he's a different animal on the left, is Martins. We know we'll try and go at people and we'll get there. And if, you know, we also heard that, you know, he's had a he's had a loss in of a friend or in the family or some form of bereavement. Um, and that might yeah, take an that. awful long time to get over, especially, you know, a young lad in away from the from from home as well. So hey, we'll just go yeah, with that. But but as you know, Chris says there, and thank you very much, Chris, you know, maybe Georgie now. He's earned the right to be called Georgie, not Dave. We'll see. There we go. There we go. I'm going to do the five word reviews. Then we're going to come back and see if Neil is there and hopefully see see what Neil's up to because I'm sure he'll be about. Let's get to the five word reviews first of all because obviously what's your five word match review for Bristol City? We started off, Carl Campion said, much better than Boxing Day. I think that's going to be a trend that we'll see. Louis Teixeira, point on the road, all right. Yeah, that's good. That's fair enough. Mark of Wofford and England says, spots of quality, otherwise average. Yeah, the second half especially was a, for me, it was a bit of a dirge of a game, but it's fine looking at it in the main 
it's a point away from home to me, I think, really. Alan Lathwell, hello, Alan, says, uh, miracle, we got a penalty. When was the last time we got a penalty? And also, is Tom Deli Bashiru the regular penalty taker? Because until he basically was filling in at right back, he wasn't really a regular in the team. So who takes it if he's not there? Who knows? Who cares? He scored, which is very pleasing indeed. Hampshire Hornets says, Hamer Heroics, help Hornets. Hampshire, could you stop it with the H's, honestly? Andrew Argent says, good point on the road. Ben says, set pieces just fuck awful yeah i agree completely and we heard the you know the talk about look they've got scott twine delivers a good set piece stop giving set pieces away and can we do something about when we have them please that would be nice carl campion then says we miss healy and loser <laughs> nice now a moment of calm everybody as we turn to hornet haikus that turned into stodge with brief moments of quality let's buy a striker Oh, I like that. That's very good. As always, Pete Fincham says, so boring. Absolute dirge fest. Yeah, I, I'm not far away against that. Sean Pugh says, striker needed in the window. Well, rumours are certainly of the striking variety. We will see over the next few days if, if something comes out. We wouldn't want to tell you something when it's not, or certainly we'd want to tell you something and jeopardise it. Brian Edwards says, uh, Morris was awful last 15. He wasn't on the pitch last 15. <laughs> That's different. But yes, the last 15 he was on there. He, he didn't have his best game. And I think what was nice was to see out of all the subs, as I mentioned earlier on, I think Lewis came on and pushed them back on the left. Whereas I think well, we weren't doing it doing it well before that. Still not beaten this year, says Brian Edwards. Paul Holly says, Uncle called defence outright. There you go. He said, yeah, absolutely. Made the comments. Lucky to escape with a point, says Carbs. Brian Edwards says, unlikely to win games with two shots on goal. Very true. Now we've got four from Paul Holly. So everybody sit comfortably and we'll get to them. He says, can't defend for Toffee Sherbets. Toffee Sherbets is a nice phrase. I like that. Steak pie or feather blade beef. What's that referencing? I like that. Need a proper nine striker. Like that. Oops, upside your head. <laughs> Paul, an excellent round of four. I'm, I'm hoping that there are yet more to come lower down on the street. Oh, indeed there are. There we go. Coach to be nasty, Valley says. Watford fan relegation trust Valerian says, neither team serious about playoffs. Well, we'll find out whether or not we are serious about the playoffs as we come in here. Brian Edwards says, Hoot is so, so good. Well, when we played Plymouth, we had, it was Steve came on and said, oh, Hoot does my head in. Today, I thought he, you know, he looked the calmest there at the back by a long chalk. And the one thing I would like to see is Porteous take the calmness that Ben Hamer, people have been talking about that today, and just just calm it down again. Just calm it down. Some people have said quite rightly, Sierra Alta, a bit calmer, a little less, less worried about it. Paul Holly says, better than Boxing Day shite. Very true. Mikey Abraham's pretty happy with the effort. Carl Campion, Cesspit alert, everybody. Cesspit FC, six unbeaten away. Mikey Abraham's again, decent point away from home. Gary says, HMS Pistol League has set sail. I don't think so. Silverman, Glorious George was an offence beast today. Mm. Alan WFC, Harrod Allen says, take the point and run. I think we will. Uh, Neil Silverstein said, fire Carl out of a cannon. Trust me, <laughs> this is the way to go. Circus, Justin, can we, can, one, can we afford a cannon? And secondly, can we afford circus training for uh, for Carl to be fired out of it? I reckon we can if we well, go down the back of the sofa. As we know, Peter, both you and I can juggle, so it's up to him to pick up a circus skill, right? This is very true. This is very true. I, uh, my money's on cannons, that's all I'm saying. Ryan Cripp says, decent point, bring on Saints. Willie Eckers like Halloken says, we still need a striker. Well, let's see what comes in this week. All sorts of rumours, as we said. Dame Croxy Green says, too many mistakes in possession. This, for me, is the fundamental about what happened today. As I said, they weren't literally pushing on to us as much as they did Boxing Day in the initial sense. And we kept the ball. And it was like, fine, we can do this, providing we don't overplay it and make silly mistakes. And in that five-minute spell, and I think John Marks described it as a cluster of mistakes, and I cannot think of a better word for it, two of which fell to Porteous and one went in the goal. You know, it was frustrating and we need to cut out those if we possibly can because this is a way we are choosing to play. It's not essential that you have to basically play kamikaze around the, the, the back all the time. But when you do that, it kind of spreads. And I think we saw the nervous Porteous that we more associated with playing in front of Dan Backman today more than the one who's been a little bit calmer. I appreciate he's still a bit wobbly. We need to see that calmness from the centre-backs, ideally. Ryan, dues a 007, says, uh, better than Boxing Day, 
just. Stuart Cashmore says, Porteous a better goalkeeper. Mr. Moose says, unable to counter pressure. Too many unforced mistakes. Exactly what we're saying. Get crosses past first man, says Dame Crossley Green. Dylan Shah says, Hamer saves us points again. It's time to go. Can anyone take a corner, he asks. Jesse Hornet says, Morris is not good enough. Need new centre-back, ASAP, says Stanley. William Wonga says, why can't you reveal the rumoured name, Pete? You surely are not protecting the establishment circus. Circus? We, you see, no, this isn't an establishment circus. However, I am aware of one uh, piece of information, and this wasn't this season, this was a number of seasons ago, and it wasn't us, it was somebody else revealing information that cost somebody a signing, and we do not want to be responsible for that at, at this moment in time. As and when it comes out, we will come out and confirm that, yes, that's what we've heard, but at the moment, it is just a rumour. So that's that's what we have. Just well, while you're doing that, Pete, I'm not sure if you've done it yet or not because I haven't listened to the whole space a bit out, but I would like to wish Mal a very happy birthday for tomorrow from everybody at Do Not Scratch Your Eyes. Hope you have a wonderful day, sir. Absolutely. He's going to be 65 years young which I think is an excellent age. It's a great age to start becoming a half-season ticket holder, which is what he's done. I'm very pleased to hear. Absolutely right. Absolutely. Have a good day, Mel. We'll see you soon. Yeah, absolutely. Love to you and the family, mate. Right, let's get to the long forms. Chris, regular Chris, was was trying to get you on earlier on, Chris. Oh, hold on. Let's change this. Justin, back on you come, sir, because okay. we've only okay. got we've only got the birthday boy here. It's only uh, Mal. Mal, hello. sir. Here hello, he is. Peter. It's the birthday hello. boy, everybody. There you go. Thank you very much for the happy birthdays and that. Of course. Oh, you're uh, welcome, mate. You're welcome. Hopefully, see you Saturday. Oh, brilliant. Excellent and stuff, that. mate. So I'm looking forward to it. Lovely stuff. Any, any anything planned, or is it? Is, is there any kind of any kind of the, the family? Have they got anything set up, or is it all a surprise that we should not talk about? Yeah, well, this is it. It's a bit of a surprise. Jen and Han's got something planned for tonight. Later on. Oh. So, but unfortunately, tomorrow is going to see me mum and dad. Both have got dementia, and, and dad's not too good. Well, look, we're sorry to say that, but you know, it's good that you get to you know, go and see them on your birthday and, and enjoy the bits that you can and love to them, etc., and all of that. And then we look forward to seeing you next Saturday because, most important, next Saturday, we need to find out what the surprise is that the family have then got lined up. I would hope it would be something along the circus skills line that we're trying to force Carlos to do, Some, something like uh, chainsaw juggling. What about that, Justin? What do you reckon? <laughs> Yeah, I think it should be that. Let us know you get on with that, Mel, yeah? Let us know. Yeah, it, it, it might be out of trying walk home, absolutely bevied. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there may be some alcohol imbibing going on, but Mel, have a fabulous birthday tomorrow, sir, and we will see you for the FA Cup game against Southampton. Now, we won't be doing a an opposition view for the Southampton one. Obviously, we did a, an opposition view with those guys uh, not long ago, and obviously we faced them, so we won't be doing that. But we may be coming up with some other nonsense right let's get to these long forms and then and then let's get we can get all this wrapped up by seven o'clock at which point it will be beer o'clock i am sure chris regular chris who we tried to get on earlier on didn't quite get to him sorry about that chris says fans need to slow down when singing songs Kone and hoot were good bottom half goat (laughs) (laughs) that is the that is fantastic there are like three bullet points in about 12 words there i love that fans need to slow down when singing songs that's good. Conan, uh, Kone and Hoot were good. Bottom half goat. That's his option. Bottom half goat. I'm not sure everybody's with that, but we will see as we go through the long forms. Gary says, wife is watching Love Island, so I'm cooking dinner. Yeah, I can cook, he says. Well, who, who said you couldn't, Gary? Honestly. Big Lebowski, we heard from him earlier on with his six bullet points. Hamer thrown into the hat for player of the season at this point, he says. Ooh, we will see. Brian Edwards, Porteous has turned into Kamara with all his throwing himself in the air with challenges. Yeah, there was another one where he went to the ground. He just didn't when he just didn't need to. And he's got all of the required things that you would need, all the criteria, all the strengths, all of the qualities that you would want from a centre-back. He just needs to calm down and stop doing that. Dave Lavender says, a good point away from home. But however, I feel very disappointed we didn't take all three. Well, we heard that earlier on uh, as well. Slightly disappointed we didn't. Brian Ebb was back again. Here's hoping we push on with the FA Cup. Saints hopefully will focus on the league. Oh, I bet they don't. Alan Lathwell says, Airdrie versus St. Johnston. This fella's rivaling me in terms of attending random games. We like random games. They're all the kind of things that we like to see. Baddy Drawn Watford said, I'm trying to speak. And we got to hear from the man himself earlier on, which is excellent news. If you didn't hear it, do go to Badly Drawn Watford 
at on Twitter and just watch what he puts out. It's just great fun. Louis Tashira, not the best performance, but a point on the road against a side which hammered us a few weeks ago. On to the next, Dave Lavender again. Another Porteous mistake cost us, he says. This is the this is the ringing thing that we're seeing, definitely. Tony, who is the mystery signing, he asks. He'll be out shortly, I'm sure, certainly in the next day or so. Alan Lathwell, goat chat. This pod is taking an even more bizarre turn. Is there any turn worth taking that isn't marked bizarre? Let's face it, it's three of us basically fucking about a great deal and having a lot of fun, which is why we put out so much nonsense and rubbish. There's a lot of it because if we weren't enjoying it, what's the point, really? So, look, guys, it's Watford. That's what it is. Mark of Watford in England says playoffs this season will need 100% commitment and performance beyond expectation. Think 1998-99. We have 100% commitment every week and performance is improving, but ups and downs by match and by player. A recipe for a white-knuckle ride, but compared to last season, it's glorious. Mark, take a bow. You didn't have that because we don't have the sound effect for it, but Justin was throwing roses in your direction there, Mark. We like that. That's a very good summary. Excellent. I like that. Get him in training, says says Gary. Oh, look at this. He said he's suggesting the National Centre for Circus Arts and he's looked in on the courses. Flying trapeze, level one. I, Justin, flying trapeze, level one. All those, we're going to have, we, wait for the poles coming out. Fire Carl out of a cannon, <laughs> says Neil Silverstein. <laughs> Brian Edwards, if I met a half woman, half goat, I would have to ask question what the hell I was doing in Luton. As I said earlier on, Brian, you won the internet for that one. Wonderful. Rookery Rambler says, DNSYE promotes and embraces different opinions. If Wendover habitually blocks people who have a different opinion, then he's not aligned to your culture. Until this clown learns to listen, as well as being on podcasts, perhaps you shouldn't indulge him. Worst part of phoning, he says. Well, look, we can't stop anybody what they do outside on social media, and we couldn't stop you from blocking somebody, and what you do we're not going to watch and follow that and all of this sort of stuff but we're not going to we're not going to stop anybody whether or not they are uncle ron or whether they are the, and i always use those two as the either end of the if you will the positivity spectrum if you will we're not going to stop uncle ron we're not going to stop wendover or anybody else if you want to come on and say your piece you're more than welcome we can't force people to you know how they act on social media we are not the internet police i'm afraid charlie pod says pete my missus said you sound like warwick davis i like that that's very pleasing now i'm going to go away and block charlie pod for saying such a thing no i like that i'm warwick davis justin do i have a hint of warwick davis about me well in uh, probably only voice because you're certainly taller than warwick davis you're taller than most people i know so yeah (laughs) i'll think about that as i listen to you and i'll confirm that is very that's the very definition of a very low bar if ever i've heard it thank you thank you charlie always a pleasure never a chore Stuart cashmore says centre-back defender absolutely the priority we going nowhere if we can't stop the ball going in our net yeah i mean sorry i appreciate i'm stopping halfway through here but i echo that and as did john marks when he said when the ball went in he went and watford don't do clean sheets Stuart, absolutely spot on he then says since last clean sheet we've scored 22 goals conceding 20 that's not playoff defending very good ellie says we need a striker one that can slam the ball in the back of the net that's definitely the best one i like that very much lee johnson says transfer but we can't say who oh come on you're teasing me he says i'm very sorry we will let everybody know as soon as we are able to know but i imagine that would probably be if and when and if something is announced snowboy says we ch- uh, turned too many attacking balls into the offensive ball porteous and morris were woeful the ishmael defensive game is frustrating for the fans snowboy dnsye is the man behind you fan What's that mean? The man behind you fan. I like that. Oh, I see. Got it. That's me. That was me spotting Barry on the thing. Yes, that's true. I'm sorry about that. Watford Limericks. Watford Limericks? Justin, we've got Watford Limericks. Right. Oh, I, this is brilliant. I don't, think, I, I don't think I've been that excited since we last, since somebody said I'm predicting a 2-2, because I get very upset with that. We're looking for this. Watford Limericks. We may need another sound bed for this. Are we ready? We're picking up good points, I'd say. Another hard-fought one today. A year has gone past, but a pen came at last, and TDB tucked it away. Oh, my Lord, that's through the roof, everybody. Is, is this an account, Peter? Is this a new account that needs following? I think uh, it is. It, it is. At WFC Limericks, everybody. I like this right. very much. There's Hornets Haiku. There's, uh, there's Watford Limericks. There's Badly Drawn Watford. There's, you know, we heard John talk about Voices of the Vic. There's so much of this stuff going on. I like it very much indeed. There we go. There we go. Right, well, yeah, for once we're going to get this finished before seven. This is good news for everybody, I'm sure. Thank you ever so much for joining in today. As was said there, 
from from Rookery Rambler, and we would have you, Rookery Rambler, and very delighted to hear whatever you want to think, whatever you want to say, however you want to say it, be it on the long form or the five word, or come on and request and come in and talk. Absolutely, that's fine. As we will with all Watford fans, we are not here to what's the phrase? Deplatform anybody, right? Uh, I've got no idea what you'd have to do to get deplatformed here. Let's face it. One of the themes today was half goat, half woman, crying out loud. You know, let's face it, this isn't the home of quality control. But never mind. It's been, you know, in terms of talking about quality control, I think everybody knows that here we are, 10 or 12 days to go for the, to, you know, till the end of the transfer window. So that's going to be uh, an important thing because people have said beautifully there, Stuart finished it off beautifully there. You know, we've got a bucket, but it's got a hole in it. As fast as we're filling it up, we're, we're you know, it's pouring out the bottom. So we need to do something at both ends because a lot of people today have said, yeah, we need a forward because obviously the intention is to try to outscore people. But we also look at today and go, where did the goal come from? And yes, it came from a number of mistakes there. We do have a replacement there for, 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 for the left side. And as we've described him before, you know, young James Morris or James Morris, shouldn't keep calling him young. That sounds very condescending. Uh, James Morris is really the contingent cover at this moment in time to yes and admittedly he's a lone player um, in Jamal Lewis we look better when he came on we need them fit the whole regime talking about um, you know having two players for each position that's great but when one gets injured what what cover have you got what are you going to do how are you going to do it and and Boyd all the way from Florida started us off with that particular point because he said well right back because if Andrews is injured you know we're sticking a midfielder in there you could also take a look at today and go, well, could we st- could we lose Tom Deli Bashiru from the centre and push him to right back? Well, if we did, we'd lose Czech Fataze playing wide at wide left because he'd come in and have to play there because Kayembe's injured. The squad definitely needs three or four bodies, ideally, to supplement what we've seen already go out, which of course is a striker and a midfielder. So we would hope that the- these happen. Will they? We don't know. But we've heard rumour, and no more than that. That, that a player sounds like it's either there or all done by the shouting. And and we'll see, obviously, the reactions when that is in, and we will let everybody know the moment it comes out. So just keep an eye on it, and we'll take it from there. It's been an interesting week, but it's been an interesting game of sorts because we didn't... How many things didn't we cover? We didn't cover Spanish tax authorities. We didn't cover a whole host of things, you know, that came up this this week. The announcement that the group who are linked, this was Adam Leventhal of The Athletic, put out a piece talking about who the group are, who are looking at making an initial investment with a turnover at the, oh, sorry, with a takeover in the longer term. So we didn't really get to talk about all of these sort of things. We're probably going to sit down probably uh, Monday and chew over a whole host of this sort of nonsense. But we'll also probably talk about, I don't know, our marathons, you know, smaller, now they're called Snickers, that kind of thing, because it's integral and important to that we we keep this level of quality down. So there we go. There we go. 1-1, better than 4-1. Pretty happy with that, and I think most people will take it. But what do we need to do to push forward and be even better this year? Who knows? Who knows? We will have to see. We will have to see. But anyway, thank you very much indeed for for listening and for staying with us as per normal. Been lovely to, to have you all here, and we will see you again for Southampton next week. Come on, you horns. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.